Welcome to Views from the Porch, a podcast where we explore what it looks like to survive and thrive in your young adult years. Each week, we talk about the biggest challenges facing young adults today and how to overcome them from God's Word based on our weekly experience in leading thousands of young adults at the porch. For more info on the porch, visit theporch.live. Thank you for joining. What's up, guys? This is David. We are back with another episode of Views from the Porch with Mrs. Laura Eldridge. Hey, y'all. And back for the very first time in a long, long time, Joshua, I dated Taylor Swift Tim. <laughs> What's, up? What's up, team? What's up, dude? Josh just said, if you mention Taylor Swift, I'm, I'm walking out of this room. Yep. Good. I put him to the test. <laughs> Way to go, David. Let your yes be yes, bro. I also, David, when I came in this, when I was getting ready this morning, I was like, I'm going to walk into the podcast studio and David's for sure going to make fun of my hair. No, man. It looks great. Looks great. Thanks. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Wait, is there something Kind of different? a loving way. No, it's kind of like pigtail-ish, I ah, thought. I thought. Anyway. So, JD had uh, basically a family emergency tragic um passing of, of a friend and so prayers for him and and uh but josh is here josh leads in fort worth yep has been a part of the podcast for man you were on it for a long long time like a couple of years hadn't been that long has it it's been i mean it's been a while since since pandemic started i haven't been back covid so another year. covid casualty man <laughs> <laughs> josh leads the porch fort worth yes that is correct so make sure if you live anywhere near fort worth go check out the porch there. What, what's the address? Uh, 8,000 Western Hills Boulevard. Nice. Just like, who uses addresses anymore? No, I was like, just <laughs> like yeah. Google. Yeah. Or put it in. Find us on Instagram. Map. All right. Hey, what are we talking about, Josh? Today, we're going to dive into uh, another. We had a lot of people ask this question. They'd like to know more about the Mormon church, Mormon beliefs. How do mm. they differ from Christianity? Yeah. And uh, it's pretty interesting. We, we've been seeing kind of an uptick in people asking that question. So we thought we'd dive into that. Yeah, it is interesting that more people have, including Josh. Yeah. Before we got on this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, are I'd you like still? To know. You still considering? Yeah, still figuring this out. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, hey, so the Mormon faith, this is actually a question people ask, and um, and it falls into the category. We could have another one because we've talked about Catholicism and uh, different worldview and different beliefs, but are Mormons Christian? What do Mormons believe? Are they Christians? Are they just another denomination of Christianity? And, um, and if they're not, then why would they not be Christians? Because they yep. use very similar language, which I think makes it challenging and is one of the reasons why people will think that they are, or even Mormons will make the claim, hey, I believe the same thing as it relates to Jesus, which would be that Jesus died on the cross, rose from the dead, and I have faith in him, and God loves the world so much that anyone who believes in him will not perish, have eternal life, that they would agree with that sentence. But it's a little bit like if I was to say, hey, you know who the goat is, MJ, right? Yes. And if in your mind you thought I was talking about music and Michael Jackson versus Michael Jordan, we'd be talking and we may agree and say, yes, it's MJ all day. And then I'm like, yes, Billie Jean, greatest song of all time. And you're like, wait, no, I was talking about with the Bulls. <laughs> yeah. Like MJ, basketball. Michael, yeah. yeah. And, um, and so language really matters. And you can be saying and using even the same term and it means two different things. Yep. And that's absolutely what happens as it relates to Mormonism, your, your family has been, uh, remind me, or yeah. the update, your family like planted a church like in the heart of Mormon territory. Yeah. Mom and dad moved to Idaho to specifically be missionaries to Mormons because they, yeah, because it's not the same as Christianity. And so they moved out there uh, to do that. It's only, I think it was the only Bible believing preaching church in, I think it was like 
three counties. I mean, it was like a, a large area. And um, wow. also, as, as we're talking about this, something that's a good clarifier is like Mormons and Latter-day Saints, those are the same people, just so there's not any confusion. Yeah. If you yeah, guys, yeah. if you guys, Latter-day Saints, uh, uh, those are Mormons. And in fact, the language is so similar. Stor- uh, Laura, you had a story for us that kind of like, kind of yeah, illustrates how kinda... <laughs> confusing it can be. And, and, I, and also I think, illustrates why people are asking this question. Is this the same? I was on a plane and for two hours had this amazing conversation with with a girl. I was pretty kind of new to sharing my faith. Really, really, it was when I was stepping out from like hooking up and being in uptown and getting drunk to like, I'm going all in with Jesus. So I'm stoked at this point. I'm having this conversation for two hours. It's amazing. She finds me a baggage claim later and she goes, Laura, I just need to say thank you so much. You've really encouraged me to dive deeper into the Mormon church. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh my, my gosh. I like yep. got her number and was texting her, but like, hey, can we? <laughs> anyway, so I would love to know on the hills of that, like how could I, you know, several years ago, distinguished between, oh, we're not talking about the same things or, hey, I I might be encouraging you to love God, yeah. but I'm actually pushing you into bad theology. Like, what would you say, David? Yeah, I, I think there is, um, again, it comes down to, here's been my experience, and I think it's relevant to a lot of people's experience. My best friend in high school for like four years, name was Wes. We're still friends today. Wes Christensen, six, seven Mormon that um, was amazing in basketball and, um, and was super close and he was Mormon and that just intrigued me. And I was a Christian and I was like, man, I, I just went deep dive. This is before Wikipedia even existed. And I just went ham <laughs> on some of the doctrinal beliefs and books and things that they believe. Cause I wanted to understand like what the differences are. Cause if they are different, which they were, then I want to be able to articulate to my friend that they're different. The problem was when I would bring up, Hey, you guys, you know that you don't believe that God has always been God. Right. And I would give him a line from this comes from the Pearl of Great Price chapter 13, page 322, he'd be like, no, 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 we, we don't. Or he would dismiss it or he was unaware. Yeah. And I would bring up different things that they they believed about races, about polygamy, about um, even different levels in heaven that people are going to be a part of. He was unaware that he had such an elementary. And in my experience, a lot of the people, and he was on a, he went on a mission trip for two years uh, to Argentina. In other words, he wasn't just um, a casual attender. He was a very active participant in the Mormon faith, but he did not know and didn't yeah. have a deep grip on Joseph Smith claiming that there were no true churches in America and Jesus showed up to him. That's how Mormonism began. So I would say the biggest p- things would be, one, they deny the eternality and divinity of God, that he's always been God. They deny that um, Jesus is also eternity, so they deny the Trinity, which has real impacts for, man, if he was just a creation, Jesus. Uh, and further, they believe that uh, Jesus was the actual, that Mary and God, the father had sexual relations. Because God was a man. Because God was there in their belief. And he had mm-hmm. bones and physical yep. flesh. And um, so they deny the Trinity. They deny the eternal sacrifice that Jesus made as eternal God on the cross. Mm-hmm. They deny that, that grace through faith alone, not by anything that you do, uh, earns you a place in heaven. They deny the sufficiency or scripture, which is just a big word that means like, hey, the Bible is enough, that he believed the Bible was not enough, which is why books like the Pearl of Great Price, Covenants and Do- or Doctrines and Covenants, the, um, I think the Book of Moroni, or Moroni is one of the things inside of the Pearl of Great Price. They deny the sufficiency of scripture. In other words, they take extra biblical and add additional things to it, which all of which would be enough to just say, hit pause. And if you're listening right now and you're Mormon or you have a friend that's a Mormon, my one caution to you would be if you bring these questions up, 
I would um, you I would not be surprised if they were like, no, I don't believe that, or I've never heard of that, because there's a good likelihood that they haven't. Yeah. And what would you add, Josh? I mean, I feel like you've lived and swam in these waters and. Yeah, I think what was interesting, uh, just with, like when I go up and visit family and just be around, uh, because Idaho, Utah is is heavy, um, like a lot of Mormons live out there, and he, here was my experience is that they kind of they knew a lot as far as they'd been taught. A lot of Mormons, part of like their culture is um, you leave high school and then you go on a, as David uh, said earlier, like a two year mission trip. So they train you to do that. Um. And so in, in that, they, they like have a lot of uh, what I would just consider almost like script responses, you know? And so yep. here's what we believe. And, and, and probably the most confusing thing is you'd even say, man, we believe in Jesus and that he died for his sins. And they would say, yeah, me too. Um, the, the reality is they believe in, they believe in a different Jesus. <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. not, it's not the same. And, uh, and something on, on a really street level, here's the differences. I mean, we could go into like, I mean, they, they believe there, there's some really like pretty wild stuff. If you get into the depths of all the things they teach on a street level, the difference is, um, uh, it is a lot of like workspace meaning, um, yeah, Jesus died for you, but that's after you've done everything that you can to be righteous. Yeah. And so, and, and so that's why, I, um, a lot of, you know, the friends that we made out there or people, um, man, they, they lived in a lot of bondage, just like never free, always had to be good enough, always recording, just like. Um, hey, here are the good works that I've done that make me good enough to go. I mean, that's that's how they believe God became God, that he was just yeah. a man. And literally because of his like righteousness and like persistent effort, he became God. Yeah, so it sounds like we honestly have two different categories, which I'm hearing you guys say that most people mm-hmm. are pretty much unaware. They've been told um, this is a basic, like, this is what's right, probably because their parents or some yeah. other influence in their lives, and they kind of follow blindly. But that doesn't seem much different than other religions to me, because I feel like even even people think they're Christians, and they're not. They don't know the gospel. People yeah. um, being, like, so many other religions are not really indoctrinated. Um, and then there's another person that I think, like is all in and actually believes this. I, I'm hearing you guys say that most are the first. Mm-hmm. Well, I would just say whether it's most or it would be, we would be guessing to say, hey, yeah. what yeah. percentage? I would just say there are clear doctrinal problems. And if someone claims to be a Mormon and they uh, either don't know these, they're uninformed. Or if they do know these, then it, we should be able to stack hands and say, we believe very different things. Even if you call... MJ, MJ, I'm talking about Michael Jackson. You're talking about Michael Jordan's. You can call him Jesus, but my Jesus is eternal, God of God. The Trinity is real. He's not a creation. I don't become a God someday. Heaven doesn't have levels based on how good that I was here. All of it's a gift from God. So whether or not they know it or most people know it or any of that, I'm just saying those are clear doctrines. And if you are Mormon, you should do your own research yep. and discover there's some real clear I mean, differences. Yeah, I, I don't even want to go into some of the racial stuff that happened in the in the 70s, where if you were of another race other than white, you couldn't believe that. Partly because that would just be a distraction, but that's crazy too. Mm-hmm. And there are, but there's even uh, even uh, fundamental like God is eternal, where it's a non-starter, and we can't jump off the the blocks and say, oh yeah, we're we're in the same 
same lane. The reason that's confusing, though, is for whatever reason, I think that Mormons resist, uh, or, or they really want to, or at least in my experience, I'll say that, in my experience uh, in talking with Mormons, they really fight to say that we believe the same thing. So they like they really resist the um, Christian Christianity yes. and Mormonism is different. So it's Which really, I, yeah, I've experienced that with Muslims as well, where they, they they're think like, no, it's the God, same. Yeah, and, and the key thing is like helping them understand Allah and God are not the yeah. same. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And uh, and so I think also too it's a part part of why it's confusing is because the language really is um, is is so so similar. Yeah, yeah. I mean, which is Satan poses as an angel of light. Yeah. yeah. If you are going to start a movement that will lead millions of people astray, yeah. That if I was Satan, that's one I would start. Yeah, that's really good. David, would you would you? I think this would be helpful so so that people kind of have an understanding. Um, how did it start? Because because we're talking about um, here's what they believe, but it's sometimes like kind of understanding the background and going like, man, it feels like it's like the Bible plus like extra biblical. Which, um, uh, but how how in the world did the religion yeah. of Mormonism start? Yeah. So Joseph Smith, eighteen, man, what was it? Eighteen. Joseph Smith in the eighteen hundreds was in northeastern America, claims to have had an appearance where Jesus showed up to him and basically said, hey all these churches are the false church or they're not the real church. And I'm going to have, uh, I'm going to rebuild the people of God and the nation of Israel through you. He wrote on some tablets that got destroyed. Nobody has ever seen the tablets and that apparently God himself wrote on those tablets and on the tablets was instructions on how we start this new movement and new, um, church of Latter-day Saints. And, um, and from there it, it began, but basically it was with the denial that Scripture is sufficient because he added yeah. on the pearl of great price, yeah. added on doctrines and covenants, and that um, Jesus was actually God, a very God. And uh, I mean, it's, it sounds crazy, but when you, <clears throat> I also acknowledge that when you talk about Christianity to somebody who doesn't believe, it sounds crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, God. I think, yeah, I think there's a big though, anything like this put it into perspective for me, David, what you just said, the fact that it only started a couple hundred years ago, I'm like, wait a second, that sounds sketchy. Like what did everyone else do before? Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, totally. If that's and and I would say just this is this is for free. Anytime any of you guys are like um, wondering about different religions or even religions that would claim to be um, people that claim to be Christians, if someone says, "Hey, it started because there was a special revelation to someone," there's like a figure that had a special revelation. Yep. Um, beware, uh, because uh, yeah, Josh. yeah, and and that's what happened here so is Joseph Smith had a special revelation, and then from that came the you know the true church. Um, yeah, and that led to. Um, polygamy, yeah, a altering of what scripture teaches. Uh, at, at the bare bones level, the tragic thing about Mormons, because some of the nicest people I've ever met in my yeah. life are Mormon. Mm-hmm. They're the most self-controlled, some of the most disciplined, the kindest. They don't drink coffee. Man, props to you. They um, they make tremendous sacrifices where they will go for two years. I mean, there's a lot that is really respectable, but tragically. There also is a belief that they're not saved or you're not saved by grace through faith. They believe they downplay the one true God by saying there's many gods, which is polytheism. And you can be a God yourself, which sounds like what Satan told Adam and Eve. Hey, God wants you to be like him. And, um, and there's just so much wrapped up that is so close to Christianity in terms of the language, not the doctrine that they believe, yep. strictly the language. Because Christians believe you cannot be saved by anything that you would ever do. The only way you and I can have a relationship with God is because he was eternal. He gave his life on the cross, which means an eternal sacrifice or an eternal payment was made. 
And the cost for sin, the wages of sin against a holy, perfect, eternal God is eternal death. That eternal death took place with Jesus. So logically it makes sense. The scriptures teach that it's not by anything that you could ever do. You could earn your way to God or earn a relationship with him, that even your best actions are called filthy rags, Isaiah says. And so the tragic thing is it sells a lie. It downplays Jesus and who God is. And it's leading a lot of people to believe that they're going to spend eternity, you know, on one of the levels of heaven with uh, as many wives as they can have and forever and ever and ever. And then they're going to spend eternity in hell. And it's tragic. Flash forward. uh, This actually happened last Christmas. I think it was, or or maybe before, but uh, I had another conversation on a plane with a guy who said he's Mormon, little guy. It was like 10 years old. And this guy knew his stuff. And the one thing that he couldn't answer was I, because he said, I believe in the Bible too. So we literally, he had his Book of Mormon and I had my Bible out and yeah. we're, we're looking at it. It was so much fun. Laura likes to argue with children. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Where was his <laughs> parents? Yeah. 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 Where is that Yeah, kid? he was flying by himself. <laughs> Anyways, but I'm like, dude, I would have thought you were 15. I don't know. Anyways, so, but Revelation 22, where, where the Bible literally says, do not add to these words. And yeah. it says it again in Deuteronomy 4. And, and that was the one thing he's like, I can't answer that. I just know that there's this other Book of Mormon. Hmm. I I actually saw him on my flight back to Dallas and then he gave me his book of Mormon because he was so convinced that I should convert to Mormonism. So I'm like, there are some people who know their stuff. There are three questions that really helped me in that conversation that I think that can help differentiate as the language is confusing. Yeah, You guys know exactly what I'm about to say. What do you mean by that? How did you come to that conclusion and have you ever considered? So when you're having a conversation with a Mormon, they're like, I believe in Jesus. Mm. What do you mean by that? Well, I mean, he was really awesome and I work really hard. And um, later on, because of Jesus and because of my good work, I'm going to have a planet one day. Oh, I would have thought if I didn't ask that question that you believe the same thing that I do. And you clearly do not. And then how did you get there? How did you come to that conclusion? Yeah, it's good. I don't want to like, maybe this is a bit of a rabbit trail. Here's something that I think is attractive about the Mormon church. Can, can I just like say that? Is it the many Hot wives? Take. No, 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 Hot no, take. no, not the many wives. <laughs> I, think they, I think they did away with that. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for that, David. It had its perks. I no, um, I think that we as humans um, like to feel that we can earn something. Like the, the thought of grace, like totally. truly sitting inside of what grace means, that there's nothing that I did to earn it. It, weirdly, that that um, should be really comforting, but instead, something inside of me is broken enough that I'm like, I want to know that I can earn it, because then it's almost like it's back in my control. Yeah. And so, um, what the so there's like really explicit differences in the Book of Mormon in the Bible, which is interesting, because they would say, hey, there you need both of them. Yeah. But the Bible says, hey, it is by grace, right, through faith, that we are saved. And then in the Book of Mormon say it's, hey, it's by grace literally after everything that you have yeah. done. And, but something that I do think is attractive is that I know this sounds so weird and potentially may answer the question as to why does it seem like so many Mormons are so kind and so nice and like work so hard. And it's like, man, if I was under the like bondage of like, I had to like work really hard, um, I could probably do some pretty good behavior modification. But I also think it's attractive for that reason too, because then they're almost like keeping track. And it's like, okay, great. I checked all my boxes this week. I feel good about my like relationship with God is how they would see it. Yeah. Um, push back on that. Would y'all, would y'all agree with that? Did you? No, I mean, it's a form of putting God in your debt. Yeah. Mm. And um, well, that's really good, David. Romans chapter 11 talks about, man, who has known the mind of the Lord, who has been his counselor. Mm. And it, it basically says that all are basically glory thieves and mm. that there's no one that has given him a gift that he should be repaid is what the verse says. And there is no debt that our actions uh, put God in. He's not obligated to do anything. 
and it robs, it just tarnishes the amazing gift that God, it's so much better than Mormonism could ever be. And I think there are people who like, they have what it takes to be a Mormon and to live that amazing life. And they're always kind. And it's not you. I, I it's definitely not me. <laughs> uh, and None of us in this room. candidly, I'm skeptical just because sin is sin <laughs> that even that person that has amazing control is screaming into their pillow at night yeah. or abusive. Yeah. And, th- and that's not just anecdotal or that's not me throwing shade. That is knowing firsthand the stories and the pain of people who are in a spiritually abusive environment environment. And, um, yeah, because if you think about it, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No. If you think about it, the same like performance that makes you feel good when you've done it is going to be the same performance that makes you feel bad when you haven't. Yeah. So, so you're going to, if you feel that sense of achievement and I want to feel that you're also going to feel the sense of shame when you haven't, yeah. Yes. which I think a lot of Christians today are still stuck in a performance based yeah. mindset where we forget like it is not based on my performance that I'm accepted, that God loves me, whatever. Yes. Hey, if you're, I mean, David, you've said this, but if you're listening to this and, uh, and you are a Mormon one, I hope that you, um, hear our words as to encouraging you towards truth. The most kindest, the kindest thing that we can do is to point um, you to truth. And so I would say, man, spend some time really um, understanding where those doctrinal beliefs um, differ from Christianity because they really are there. And, uh, and also don't want you to hear us like, man, we, we understand what it would be like to grow up in a, in a culture because the culture of, um, Mormonism is like, man, if you leave the Mormon church, it's like a big deal. Yes. Like it, a part of, part of what makes it such a pervasive or such a hard thing, even if you show people some like really true doctrinal differences is often to leave the Mormon church, um, means like your family's going to cut ties with you. Your friends are going to cut ties. And by cut ties, I mean like truly like, like yeah, no more communication, talking, yeah. no more, like can't live with us. Um, and so it just really like, that'd be so hard to do. And so if this is, if that's you listening to this, man, there's, um, man, find your local church. There's, there's a place for you, but, um, I'm glad you brought that up. And, and before we wrap up, I do want to ask this, Josh and, and David, uh, I have met several people who have been really, really hurt by the Mormon church who have left and there can be some really hard wounds that happen. So what would you tell that person or to the person, um, that anyone listening encounters who has just had a lot of hurt built up from yeah. the Mormon church? And first I would say, I'm, I'm really sorry. And, um, and I hate that. And that's, that is tragic. And it's even more tragic because they, in using similar terminology, have really tainted probably what you think of when you think of Christ and what you think of God and your perspective, even on the Bible. And you have just bought a version of Christianity that is not at all what Christianity um, is like. And, um, and you have, I'm trying to think of, oh, it's like this. I, uh, do you guys like acai bowls? Yes. Love it. Yes. You do? Uh-huh. Uh, am I saying that right? Are you sponsored, I David? I, dude, I have no idea. No sponsor. I, I say acai, but I'm not sure if it's I've correct. only had one ever, and I was not a fan. Really? And I was telling a friend of this, and they were like, oh, man, you like acai bowls? And I was like, man, I, um, I've only had one. I wasn't a fan. And they said, where'd you have it from? And I said, Costco. And they were like, Costco. oh my gosh, that's not I'm an so acai bowl. Because I was like, it was like ice cream meets sorbet meets 
Um, it just was not great, and it was not filling. I was starving afterwards. I'm also eating a hot dog. And um, we'll talk about your decision making later. They were like, "Oh man, I'm so sorry. You actually, you think you've tried acai, but you haven't. You have not. Mm, yeah. That's good. And the same would be applied here. Is you think you've tried Christianity, but you haven't. Mm. And that Christians don't believe that your works and how you behave defines you. It's what you believe, and it's that nothing you could ever do could earn your relationship with God, and nothing you could ever do could stop God's love from pursuing you and he wants you to have a relationship and so i hope that you find a church that you can get plugged into and experience healing and freedom from all the different legalistic which is just a a word for like a bunch of rules that were put on you that you were told that if god's going to love you you got to follow all these different rules that's not at all what christianity teaches the bible teaches and so hopefully you can get connected if you're in dallas come to watermark come to the porch but you can actually before you reject acai bowls you should actually try one before you reject Christianity, you should actually try true Christianity and um, and understand exactly what you're rejecting. That's good. Yeah. Um, you asked, how would you um, counsel someone who's like stuck in the Mormon church? And I, I said some of that earlier. I, I really, uh, I think I would start by um, doing some like honest research. Mm-hmm. I sat in a lady, similar story, but sat in a plane with a lady who uh, had just got done leaving the Mormon church and asked her, what did it take? Cause I know that's really hard. Mm-hmm. And she said, it took me 25 minutes of honest research. Wow. That's good. And, um, and she said, honest research, like just going like, I've been told these things, but like, what if they weren't true? And, um, so one, I would do that Two, I think actually when I talk to the people, if you, if you uh, are not Mormon, but you just know someone who is, I, I would, uh, I'd be really uh, gracious in the way that you approach them, you know, because just because the language is so similar, I think that you could turn your friend off or someone you maybe you're trying to reach. If you're just like, you're such an idiot. Why do you believe these things? Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I would, I would be really gracious and say, Hey, I think we use the same language, but I think they mean different things. Mm-hmm. And, um, because it, and, and, and understand too, how difficult, if it, if that's someone you're trying to reach, how difficult it is to leave believing that. I mean, truly it, it is a life altering thing. And so just be really gracious as you bring them along, but like also be really explicit about here's the truth and also go, man, there is so much freedom to be found. Man, when, when a Mormon comes to trust the true Jesus and they're free from having to work for it themselves, that is unbelievable freedom mm, that they feel. Totally. Good. And to your point, Josh, of like have honest research, man, you owe it to yourself. If you're going to be Mormon yeah. to honestly research and get your arms around like, oh yeah, Here's why polygamy was taught and instructed. Here's why there was a claim that Native Americans were one of the tribes of the nation of Israel. Did y'all hear me on that? Yeah. Yeah. Here's why uh, Joseph Smith could say with authority, man, the Bible's not actually accurate in in 1800s. Here's actually what Jesus wants us all to go do. That's all there. And you owe it to yourself to actually know, man, I believe that. Look at the Lamanites. Lamanites is the tribe that was believed to be of Indians that moved over here and exiled basically was one of the 12 tribes that moved over to Native America that Jesus showed up to. And so you owe it to yourself to know like, oh yeah, and this is what they believed about racial stuff. That was crazy. Wait, la- sorry, sorry. You lost me a little bit. Lamanites is, are they Mormons? Lamanites is the tribe of Israel Who that moved over here moved? and were Native Americans. And started? Per Mormon's belief. Per Mormon's that, belief. Per, yeah. Okay. Yes. Gosh, they I was that, like, how, what's the connection s- here? Sorry, gotcha, sorry. Gotcha, gotcha. They believe that Native Americans were actually a tribe of Israel. Yes. Okay. That gotcha. Yes. Yep. And that their skin color was affected because of it and just a bunch of stuff that's, but man, hey, if you're going to believe it, you should actually know it yep, and be good. able to say, hey, I, I know exactly what I believe. And yes, I embrace these things. And if, um, and if you are sincere and seeking of truth, which I think, Anybody, everybody wants to be. Nobody wants to be naive and just blanketly follow something. 
then you owe it to yourself to say, I'm going to genuinely good. research it and decide if that's actually what I believe before I just accept it wholesale. So this is good. I think this is a really helpful conversation. Something we don't talk about a lot. Totally, man. Way to go, y'all. Josh, so glad having you back. Thanks, Welcome back, to be here. dude. You and your kombucha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you definitely, you definitely eat acai bowl. All right. Hey, that's it from us. If you have questions, as always, uh, we'll see you next time. Another episode of Views from the Porch. And uh, should we give something away? Let's do it. Hey, if you want to go to Awaken, if tickets are not sold out by this time, you need to post a review on Instagram. Uh, post a review of this. So go on, subscribe, iTunes. I don't think you can do it on Spotify, but review it. Send us a screenshot on Instagram, and we are going to give out another ticket to Awaken. Awaken is about to be unbelievable. It's going to be so high. And I bet next week I can tell them two more bands that are going to be there. Drum roll. Crazy. So we will see. But that's it from us. See you next week in another episode of Views from the Porch. We want to thank you for listening to Views from the Porch. For more information about The Porch Ministry, visit us at theporch.live or follow us on social media at The Porch. 